0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to Mayday Plays Beam Saber, a campaign that we've titled Godzilla King of the Cosmos. Uh, Godzilla is the property of Toho Studios, and Mayday makes no claims to him. This is merely a love letter to Big G. My name is Sergio, and I will be your Game Master. With me is the Guardians Accolade award-winning G4 Squad, Last Flag Planted. Could you please all introduce yourselves to the people and tell them where we can find you? Hello, I am Daryl Dorsey. I
1: use he, him pronouns. You can find me at Mr. Underscore Daryl Dorsey on Instagram and Twitter, as well as on Twitch at Gaming, and as the current storyteller slash GM for the Fan Game podcast and our Vampire, the Masquerade Chronicle San Diego by night. And tonight I will be playing the officer known as Ty Walton, also known as The Judge.
2: Hello, hello, I am Allison. You can find me at Insight Checked on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all the places. Uh, we play uh, APs, we run them, we write them. If you like TTRPGs, come hang out. It's a good time. I'm playing Carol Worth uh, or Brain, and she's the scout of the group. Psychic Connection Godzilla has had a little bit of a shakeup in her worldview, and we're going to see how she ends up at the end of this session. <laughs>
3: hello i am sakia i am uh i am a they she and you can find me everywhere it matters at zack the drack c-a-k-t-h-e-d-r-a-k uh i do art in the space a lot and in other spaces and i live here in mayday Roleplay. Oh oh i'm playing Savy, uh who's basically um if somebody tried to put elon musk in a dishwasher i think is what Savy is kind of just rinse
0: him off Oh, uh, Now I understand. <laughs> He's squeaky clean now. He had to clean, clean that
1: bowl of soup that we were all in for the other episode. <laughs> the
0: clean musk.
4: <laughs>
1: Bringing it
2: back. Musky soup.
4: Uh, hello, I'm Caleb James Miller. I'm another member of Mayday Roleplay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ginsburg Song. I'm also Mayday's uh, resident storyteller for our Vampire the Masquerade game called Vegas by Night, which has a second season coming out this next summer. So I hopefully that. you can. Stop by and and hang out with uh, Daryl in the chat, and we can have a good time. Um, I am playing uh, Roosevelt Freeman, also known as Mayor, who has not been told he's in the late stages of a dying empire, uh, and is just desperately clinging to the last few threads of democracy that are caught in Godzilla's little claws <laughs> and he hasn't decided whether he's going to kill Godzilla himself, the
0: world, or all three hmm. but we'll see this episode Caleb, did you like the um, Vegas by Night reference in our last session where we the battle took place at Lake Mead Absolutely, I was very emotional. That, that's my lake we blew up. Somewhere very, under that lake is a uh, <laughs> very strange is vampire. Is very
4: pissed off right now. Very She's deep. wondering what the hell's going
0: the, on. The whole
4: yeah. uh, thing was shaken under there. <laughs> it's a mad half-naked vampire. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Godzilla was actually just a Zemisi fleshcraft that got out of hand, my friends. That they is they going to from be. From thank water. you for
0: spoiling my big reveal at the end. <laughs> So, for those of you new to our channel, Mayday is all about character-driven stories. And if you want more of these, please consider liking and subscribing or leaving a positive review on iTunes or Spotify. Those tiny, simple gestures go a long way to helping us grow. And if you really love what we're doing, there is always our Patreon, where for as little as $2 a month, you can receive a ton of behind-the-scenes and extended bonus content for our shows. Finally... A way you can show your love is by entering our Beam Saber contest. This is the final of the three that we are running. All you have to do to enter is tweet about this game that we're playing, Beam Saber. Make sure to add us and maybe, I don't know, you wanna draw a picture of the battle aboard the Zero Beam or uh, maybe you wanna make a portrait of the squad. I don't know, do something that impresses us and we will pick our two favorites every round Winners will receive a free itch.io download of Beam Saber. That is a $30 value, folks, completely free, thanks to the amazing Austin Ramsey, the creator of Beam Saber. So thanks for helping us out with promoting the show, Austin. As a content warning, viewer discretion is advised. You can expect mech on mech, maybe mech on kaiju, maybe kaiju on kaiju violence. And the exploration of darker themes along with adult language. Without further ado, let us return to the thrilling conclusion of Godzilla, King of the Cosmos. As we have in the past, we need to do some bookkeeping for XP and healing. Uh, First, everyone, uh, because this was technically a successful mission, uh, we are going to make a supply roll. You're going to take a number of the dice equal to your employer's faction relationship, which we did establish. The trust dropped by two. So I'm going to say you have one die in that uh, relationship and the tier of the mission's target, which I will say is a one as well. So that is two dice that you get to roll to resupply. Is it me? Is it, is it me? Okay. We got to warm you up.
3: If you thought nice. it's you, it's yeah, it's you. For sure.
0: That's a six. Nice.
4: Ooh, that's a five. Ooh. That's a wild. We got to waste all that somehow. We could do that. Personal.
1: I mean, very good at I'm that. pretty stressed out. So.
4: <laughs> we can yeah. also just do like
0: 10 back-to-back flashbacks when like, the Godzilla fight happens. True, you could do yes. that. You could save them for flashbacks. If we run out of things to do, everyone come up with
3: a 10-minute flashback.
0: <laughs> I could probably
1: vamp for that long if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Uh, your reputation is going to go up on your squad sheet, which is pretty cool. That's high. Ooh. It went up because it was a very public mission. Everybody knew about it. Um, every jockey can spend material, and then you can roll that dice to refresh any quirks equal to the highest result. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to do one because I did lose one.
2: Yeah, same.
4: I would like to do one as well to regret. It, uh,
2: I'll take it if it if it's out there for one.
1: Uh, I roll just. One.
0: Yep, I rolled a five, so yeah. Okay. Um, every pilot is going to remove one level of harm to their person, which I don't think anybody suffered, and then one all the levels of one damage to your vehicles. So everybody should end up back in tip-top shape, right? Yeah. yeah. I, think. I okay. think I'm back looking pretty pristine. If the mission supported the patron's faction goal, you can add one tick to the goal clock. It filled the squad gains a benefit. Uh, I'm, well, here's what's interesting. We never actually decided what the new long-term project is for um, our faction. I have written down Assure Colonization, which certainly feels like the Summit's intentions, right? Yeah. Okay, so there is one point towards assuring colonization as you help protect the Zero Beam. We're going to now talk about Squad XP. Did you execute a successful Accident, disappearance, murder, or ransom operation. You did murk some dudes. Yeah, you, you didn't really murk anyone in particular, so you're not going to get a point for that.
1: Uh, did you?
0: We're... Did you face off against challenges above your pay grade? Mm, I would argue. N- G-Force like like adjacent. Yeah, they were kind yeah, I think of They were to equal to us. That. Did you bolster your squad's reputation? I will definitely say yes. Yes, you wild carded it up. Did you express your squad's goals, inner conflicts, or essential nature? I will say for sure. You defied command a ton of that. to explore your goals. Yeah. Is there any other reasons you think you deserve an extra point of XP? No. Okay. You have two XP to play with for the squad. It's, it's one ability or two upgrades.
1: I
3: think... If we go for veteran, I want to float silver tongues in the uh, consulate playbook, which is each pilot may add plus one action rating to command, consort, or sway. Okay. Before doing a lot of moving and shaking this episode.
2: We, we thought we were going to do that last episode, and we ended up at the bar with each other getting drunk.
1: Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> very true.
2: You're
0: right? <laughs> I, I did some stuff. <laughs> It all kind of depends on how you handle what 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 comes at you this session. I mean, there's going to be combat, but there's also going to be chances to convince folks, so... I think we gotta make some major decisions about Zilla this time. I mean,
4: I think a lot's gonna be revealed to us as to, you know... Basically, we've been given three thoughts, which is that uh, the summit is right, and Godzilla is just a piece of shit. is correct, and that uh, Godzilla is like a, a retribution for what we did to the world, where the blasphemers are right, and he's the reverse Christ um, sent to you know punish us for our sins. But I, I do agree that there's going to be some conversation over that, unless we're just blowing up the summit and letting Godzilla have the new world, which I think be kind of fun if we just lived with the lizard dad for the rest of our lives
2: it for sure would make a great sitcom opening (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm.
2: me and godzilla
4: (laughs) it's just i picture us on the like a precipice of a cliff looking over this new world all holding hands yeah and then carol is holding godzilla's hand oh there's like a quick cut to
2: godzilla and he turns around he's got a cup of coffee and he winks
4: (laughs) world's
1: greatest zilla (laughs) Uh. honestly that's the flashback we get at the very end. <laughs> Just completely subvert everything Sergio has created.
0: I'm here for it. You guys have the drive points if you wanted it. If you want, we can table this decision to whether we assign an ability or a squad until maybe we've gotten through some downtime activities and some of the narrative is kind of moved forward.
1: I think yeah. that sounds
0: good. Okay. because yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that we know where we're going. All mm-hmm. right, so somebody, somebody remember that you have two XP for your squad and you can assign it to either an ability or two of those squad upgrades. Let's talk about Jockey XP. Did you do something that furthers your drive? If so, you may add one tick to the drive clock. Does anybody hit four? Yeah. (laughs) You hit four. You hit four? So if you've got four, you now have two in the larger column, or the more important column. So you've got two ticks to play Uh, with. Did you express your history, your tragedy, or your opening? You can take one XP. Yeah. Did you struggle because of your beliefs, your scars, in which two of you gained last session, or your quirks? Definitely you yeah. can gain XP for that you can mark XP for any attribute you rolled a desperate action for I honestly don't think I ever called for a desperate situation unless anyone can remember so I'm no. going to say no XP for that if a pilot permanently removes their rival which none of you have did you act on your belief about another jockey
1: yes
0: Yes. yeah Okay. so that's three or four XP for everybody
3: Either want to spend it to get another ability. Same. Or get finally get a point in battle. <laughs> Would be
4: nice. <laughs> I put all four into a new quirk, so now I'm just one point off of a, another quirk. Got it. I
3: think I am going to spend it in an ability. I just need to hone in on what that ability is.
4: I
1: am
0: too, and I'm going to take uh, the Mastermind uh, ability. <laughs> I believe you already had that selected. I always remember you having uh, tactical wait, genius and mastermind. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, my bad. I meant to say, uh, <laughs> I said the wrong one.
0: Uh, weaving the web, excuse me. Ooh. You gain plus one die to consort when you gather information on a target for a mission. You gain one D to the engagement roll for that operation. That is sick. Ooh.
2: Can I invest it uh, in the top bar where it says insight to get to plus one dot?
0: Absolutely.
3: I'm going to take a skill from the Envoy playbook called, like, looking into a mirror. You can always tell when someone is lying
0: to you. Mm. Mmm. Oh. Love it. So you're choosing the veteran for your hacker and taking that ability? Yeah. Got it. And is it specifically when you're in your mech or does it just say you now have this? Because this is your mech's ability. So I'm going to say that while in your mech, you can use this.
3: That's a good point. That's a really good
0: point. Yeah, it's hard for me to reason how you're able to use this ability outside of your mech. At the same time, this is both your pilot and your vehicle, like, sheet. So Yeah, because I know Ace has some abilities that are just. You know what? It's the last session. Come on. Of course I'm gonna give it to you. Go for it. You now have. Omniscience over whatever. Everybody's lying to you. <laughs> sure, <Yeah>. why not? <laughs> S-
3: safety starts glowing.
0: We
1: can explain it a way that you basically kind of uh, through your hacking, you probably have a, a device that can uh, see other people's heart rates. Yeah,
3: I've just um, yeah, I've hacked everyone's Apple Watch. <laughs>
1: kind of like when uh, Batman turns his cowl on and he looks at someone, you can see that they're nervous, calm, or whatever. You can just see yeah. that little flutter whenever they tell a lie.
0: Uh, has everyone chosen um, something? I have, yes. Yep. All right. So everybody's ready to continue, correct? Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Last session, humanity left the Earth and brought with them an 80-meter-tall radioactive lizard. You traveled the stars for a few months to a habitable planet, the summit dubbed Altiera. On the journey, you visited with a prisoner of the summit named Dr. Sarazawa. You presumed he was complicit in the Zero Beam's construction, but came to learn from the doctor that his original intention with the beam was to use it at max capacity on humanity, including himself. Both parties came to appreciate the other's approach, and a sort of mutual admiration was established. For the small price of Sarazawa having access to you anytime you're in your mecha cockpits, he shared his theories as to the summit's plan for Godzilla, and how he may be linked to humanity in some supernatural way. He also assisted Roosevelt over the finish line, adding to his reverse devil god-killing machine. Nailed it. We start right where we left off at the end of the last session. You are all standing kind of magnetically sealed to the outside of the zero-beam array, the other G-Squadron members are with you, and whatever remains of the Procesian forces are fleeing back to the Elysium, their ship. You hear over the comms, all of you, Alpha, Charlie, and Delta squads, please return to the Stratos immediately. You hear Alpha squad say, yeah, no time to celebrate. Beach over there. And-, and some of them immediately kind of launch off and begin heading to the Stratos. Uh, on that channel, I say,
1: Roger that head again. Bit under a private channel, I say. Alright, everybody be everybody play a cool when we get there. <laughs> Got it? Yeah, definitely.
2: I'm always cool. Always cool.
1: The coolest like the other side of a pillow, Carol. Like the other side of the pillow.
2: That's where I keep my pictures.
0: You rendezvous with the Gotango. The Gotango rendezvous with the Stratos. And in the hangar bay, you are all greeted by Peaches. Who walks in kind of nervously and says, uh, Team, the summit wants to talk to you all. Ah. So
4: they heard the tapes. <laughs> <I get it.
1: laughs> oh no, they didn't. They don't exist. Well, hopefully this goes well. I can sell eyes to a
0: penguin if they exist here.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I miss penguins. You are all brought before the summit who don't really say anything to you. No greetings. Once you are in front of them, a holographic security camera feed is shown to you. (laughs) It shows Brain and Ruse during the battle, instead of running towards the enemy, rushing inside and barricading the door. Eventually, Wildfire speaks up and he says... You were, in fact, at the right place when the Prostasians boarded the array. We'll give you that. And we appreciate you stopping them from shutting it off. But this disregard for command is symbolized in your actions. And it's why your trust with them has dropped by two. Viper steps forward and says, Last flag. We have reached the end of the Great Plan. Therefore, we no longer require the services of wild cards. You will be ordered to remain aboard the Gotengo until further notice. She turns and hits a button on her desk and it says the rest of G-Force you will participate in the upcoming mission to colonize Altiera. Man your stations. That is all. And they dismiss you. (laughs)
1: Uh could even offer me a drink before you uh, pull my pants down. Uh,
3: so, so, what, what, what do we do now? We,
4: we just. They're cutting us out.
3: That was very not cool. Not cool of them. They zero beamed us.
0: They brought our mass to Zero.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what the f***?
0: <laughs> Peaches is certainly upset. And, you know, he's kind of walking alongside you as you leave the meeting. It's like, um thought, so, yeah, I, I, I've heard down the pipeline there's there's some mission about to go under stream, uh, you know, undergo, but um, maybe I can look into it. You, you want me to look into what, what the mission is? Oh, 100%. Find out if it's those
4: goddamn kaiju killers. I don't want them taking our missions.
0: I put a hand
1: on Roosevelt and on Carol, and I just go, rest assured, peaches, we are
0: definitely going to stay inside the Gotengo. He gives you a knowing wink, and he says, I'll meet you up on the Gotango. And he, you know, kind of darts off. Copy that.
4: Uh, Judge, I'm not standing around
2: letting people... I squeeze,
1: I squeeze Roosevelt's shoulder.
2: Uh, Is this, is this one of those...
1: And I squeeze Carol's shoulder.
2: I thought I got it, ah!
4: This is not the time for one of your famous massages, Judge. Mm. We need to talk. What doesn't exist,
3: exists.
4: It is quiet time now.
3: It exists. Ruse gets quieter. It exists.
0: We are going to the trophy room. You are escorted by a small group of armed soldiers back to the Gokitango. While we're walking, I go,
1: no, I don't remember when they had us actually trained. All of you are so very out of shape.
0: One guy who is a little pudgy kind of looks down at himself and... Not you specifically. <laughs> he suddenly feels much more confident now.
1: I was shaming you as a collective, not individually. <laughs> there you go. There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> they remain within the ship, but they do not bother you beyond that. They are basically sitting in the hangar bay of your ship, and you are free to you are free to roam about unobstructed, to have whatever conversations you like.
3: Okay, so we are. Hang the 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 ten of them, right? What? We're doing that
0: before I do anything.
1: I say, we go to the tro- Let's go to the trophy room and have a little chat. And I immediately take out my bu- my bug detector because we've left multiple times and we haven't had to be on the go
0: tango. So I am checking for bugs first thing I do. All right. So that we understand kind of what's going on, we're playing a little bit of pushing the narrative forward in a short amount of time when it comes to what happens uh, over the next uh, bit of our story, but also trying to do some downtime activities. So for every three downtime activities that you guys attempt, I'm going to push the narrative forward a little bit. Okay. so you can absolutely head to the uh, the inside of the Gotengo to the trophy room. I'll give this to you. You do not need to roll for this. You pull out your bug detector, you scan the entire trophy room, and you do not find any bugs. Okay. Yeah, they up to some shit.
1: I did, in fact, get the footage from the inside of, uh, Sarazawa's Was there actual footage or was it just audio recordings? It was an audio recording. Did I hear the voices of anyone else in there? Because I purposely deleted our portion where we showed up. Was did I catch any other conversations he may have had on the
0: inside? I'm going to ask you to make a fortune roll. This is not against your downtime activities. Just make a fortune roll. You're going to roll two d sixes and tell me what the higher number is, okay. or the lower number. Excuse me. The lower is going to be a one, and the higher one's going to be a three. Yes, you scrub through most of it and it seems as if Sarah Zawa has very few visitors. He does talk on the phone a few times but you're not able to make out who it is he is speaking to.
1: Well, I've been doing a bit of my own little investigations and skullduggery as it were. For instance, I I erased our visit from from Dr. Sarah Zawa's from the from the memory banks, which is why I kept telling you it never happened, because it technically didn't. He had very few visitors aside from us, but someone has been in contact with him over the phone. Who that is, one can only tell. But most likely, it is someone from the summit or their scientists.
4: Or Godzilla.
1: It, it sure, if Godzilla found a phone his size. And we somehow did not notice. I sure, sure, it's feasible. I mean he has,
2: he has great hearing. Very, very fine hearing.
1: Anything is possible. We just did space travel in a matter of months and found another planet that is capable of sustaining human humanoid life. But I have been a bit I've had a I have a I've had an itch up my ass since we've left because why would we bring the damn monster with us? It makes no sense. The whole point of us leaving was because of what him being there did to the planet. So we're gonna bring him to another planet.
3: Yeah, I want to learn. Um, yeah, collect collect information, or recover. Either way, I'd like to know more about uh, the the new planet we just landed on, as much as we oh, can from the yeah. ship.
0: Um, Go ahead, you'll have two die for this to gather information. You won't have to pick the lower, you'll pick the higher. Okay. That's a six. Sabi, um, Judge's words kind of ring in your head. Why? Why are we here? And you see Altiera outside the porthole window and you go over to your computers and you plug into the cogna stream that has all the information of, of the Altotopians and the and you know human society, and you start looking at the topography, the geography, the design of not the design, the the shape of the planet, its its atmosphere, sure enough, it should sustain life. And then you start noticing other things electrical signatures, radio waves, indications of intelligent life people already here.
3: That makes sense. I mean if it already sustains life, why send out a bunch of weaponized robots to to change it? They're they're getting rid of the things that are already here. Do I get any anything other than like clearly something is communicating or something is alive, but do we do I get anything as like maybe size or shape? Is it other little Zillas?
0: There are no photos, there is no there is no video, there is no Solid, concrete evidence besides the science of what a society that maybe what it would have looked like in the 1950s uh, might be existing on this planet. Of that level of technology is what I mean.
3: I see. So it could be, is it buckwild to think that this is just like surveillance from another attempt to colonize the planet, or maybe we put this ahead of us getting here,
0: or like- I think that just using the sensors aboard the Stratos, you are able to detect radio waves. You're able to detect electrical signatures, things of a rudimentary civilization. I think at some point, Ty would have had a whiteboard put into this room that he could
1: put behind one of the trophy cases, and he's pulled it out. And if Sabi shares that, he adds it to the list of the- (laughs) the list where he's drawing lines to stuff to, like, try to make a connection somewhere.
2: Carol's doodling Godzilla's in the corner and kind of, like, overriding some of your your words occasionally with little doodles and flames.
4: Ruse, do you share what you learn from that? Absolutely.
3: I think uh, Ruse has... Ruse does not add to this whiteboard. Ruse has like, like, Jarvis like, uh, like, digitized <laughs> monitors that pop up all around them. Like, they blow up the, the data and then rotate it so everyone can see the, where these signals are coming from and what they kind of think they look like.
1: And every time you do that, you just hear the telltale sounds of a marker riding, <laughs> trying to keep up.
2: It's good to have redundancies. It's good. Can we hear what they're saying? Can Can we intercept?
3: Not at this point. Just that something is talking or moving, but we don't know the details. Maybe I can send something out, something a little covert. Do a little collection for us.
1: Here, so that actually brings me to another line of questioning. Yes, we broke small chain of command, but technically while out there, while in the field, I am one of the commanding officers. So if I say I told them to break away because I saw them trying to get inside, that's not breaking the chain of command
2: didn't even get to say it didn't didn't even ask i was cool i was cool
1: you were cool as a cucumber also they had gods escort
4: us i mean they're giving us the godzilla treatment we're as much in the array as as he is they know what we are we're a weapon we're a gun
1: well yes but up until just now we were their weapon to aim so suddenly they don't need quote unquote wild cards so what I'm thinking is they don't need people that keep asking questions whenever uh, something is said and admittedly when I was getting the the soundtrack of our visit I may have been a bit uh, pushy because someone was getting lippy and I had to sh- I had to tell them, I had to show them who I was for a bit, so that might have gotten out that I was there, but they would not know why I was there. They just knew that I was there.
2: No, Ty, you're right. It's, it's no more wild cards. That means plan goes like Godzilla now. One foot in front of the other. One step, next step. Where's the end? Where are they walking to? I...
4: Uh- from, from what ruse said and i'm just thinking you know i got, got that reverse christ on the brain again and it's it's rattling around and very what salient used to be, yeah it, it's 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 a mess up here right now but if that place is like the 1950s if that place is just coming along we want this place for ourselves if there are people down there we're going to do the same thing that made godzilla we're dropping the bomb again only this time it's a big lizard we're gonna do the same thing to this place that we did to earth and it's starting to come together it was never the fucking lizard We are doomed as a society to believe that a bigger weapon is needed to end the next world to come to some conclusion that never comes. We are doomed to a cycle of violence that never ends.
2: I think Carol at this point puts a hand on his arm that's probably like covering up an American flag patch or something. (laughs) It's okay.
1: I feel like because this is our hangout spot, and just do the way the world was, I feel like we would've had a lot of corn growing somewhere, so I would've <laughs> had someone make some e- some ethanol uh, and then just put like some some dried berries or something in there to make it sweet, and I hidden hid, like... <laughs> basin jars of it (laughs) and I just pour a little bit and I just hand it to the the (laughs) bear.
4: Oh my god, we're drinking space shine. This is incredible. If
1: any of the trophies
4: are like cups, I think any of them could be used to... (laughs) We are drinking space shine out of a NASCAR cup. We
1: definitely it. have more trophies than we should have, and there's there's a reason for that. We made some. We made some. For
2: Carol us. picks the biggest trophy. It's so oversized, and she uses both hands and takes it like a big sippy cup.
1: Yeah,
0: the the, the base of it is two Godzilla feet. Joker
1: juice trophy.
3: Jesus.
0: <laughs> Does anybody want to cut loose since we're kind of drinking and relaxing? I do want to cut. Okay, two people that are going to cut loose for me. Um, make those rolls. You're going to roll one die for your connection with the person you're cutting loose with. So just let me know who that is. I would say because I just watched them freak out a little bit, I'm going to do it with Roosevelt. <laughs> I that. You've got one dot with Roosevelt, so you're going to roll one yep. die, and that's how much stress you're going to lose. I lose one stress. Okay, Remember, because of your scar, that stress I is going to come back can't, unless can't, you burn so just, yeah. it. You, you could always um, a, a burn a. I think it's a personnel to cut loose again. I think, I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to burn a personnel if everyone's cool with that. Yeah, totally. Go yeah, for we it. have so much. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> it's ridiculous at this point.
1: Um, all right, that's five. So I burn. Right. So I get rid of four stress.
0: No, you're going to get rid of five because that one was just not counted by the inevitable scar oh, stretch okay. that you're gonna have. So you can reduce okay. it by five. And then who else wants to try to cut loose?
3: I think I'm gonna cut loose with Carol now that I'm seeing that like we are Godzilla and also us with the summit is now Godzilla, like I'm like, oh bitch, I get it. Um and just like drunkenly <laughs> theorizing. Um <laughs>
2: I I like to imagine Sadie, like, grabbing Carol's arm and she's about to take a big sip out of that Godzilla cup. Like, oh, I get it.
3: (laughs) You are Godzilla. We are Godzilla. Everything is Godzilla in itself. And it's it doesn't it doesn't get any calmer than that. That's a five and a three.
0: Okay, great. So, yeah, you roll that and you're going to lose that much stress. And we're going to move the story forward a little bit over the Cognostream. You all receive the following update. The cannon array is on the move. It is detaching from synchronous orbit with the Stratos and is moving into place over the northern hemisphere of the planet, somewhere right in the middle. You can see Godzilla becoming a tiny dot against the vastness of space. Over the radio, you hear the orders from the Summit Command. The three remaining G4 squads are ordered to rendezvous with the Zero Beam in preparation for atmospheric entry. And you watch from your porthole as the other squads and their ships migrate to the beam.
1: Did I not write this down?
0: What's the other group that's with us? The Prostasians? The Prostasians. I wrote that
1: down somewhere. Okay, yes. Oh, there it is. Yes, the Prostasians. They had their own ship that was roughly the same size as ours, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Did that ship just fully go away or is it still somewhere around like can we see it on the outside
0: you can see it if you want to know more I'll ask you to gather information about it
1: yes I want to gather information because uh one of the things I want to I kind of tried to do it during that battle when I was like hey we're uh, we are not but
0: you're going about the wrong way but I will yes I will gather info Go ahead and just roll one die, I think you are of enough of a status that you can ask the questions and get the information from the Cognostream. Um, no, no, just just a general die. Just one die, instead of making a fortune roll where you have to roll uh, and choose the lower. Uh, that's a four. Okay, a four is pretty middle-of-the-road success. Things are moving quick on the Stratos, and so not a lot of attention is being left to uh, Prostasia or the or Elysium. What you are finding is that the Prostasians have almost. Because they were beaten back at the beam array, they have taken a, a, a kind of almost third-party stance. Um, their command is saying that they will not participate in whatever the Stratos is doing, and they are currently simply orbiting the planet, uh, probably discussing what the hell they're going to do. Their ship, just like the Stratos, do, do not have weapons, and their most of their mecha squadron has been defeated or fought back, so they don't have a lot of choice other than to sit and watch. Doesn't mean they can't be allies in some way, but... Yes. Uh, I would actually say to Ruse, I believe the Prostasians
1: had the right idea, but the wrong tactic. If we wish to stop, and I'm just gonna say, I do want to stop this, because the only thing that we could be going down there to do is to conquer. You don't bring a, a Megaton lizard and mech suits to a place that uh, obviously has humanoid life on it to say, hey, you got some sugar I can borrow. You're going down there to take over. So if you could contact them and perhaps open a chat, open a line of chat where we can exchange some information, but also, we do still have the kill code.
3: We do? I was thinking...
1: This is just one suggestion.
3: Yes. Yeah, to, to find out further information about the mission across the board, it would be good to have these people. Um, that's not the word. Expendables, not the word.
1: Assistance?
3: Yes, <laughs> yes to have their assistance. Um, that would be better than trying to leave here and, and risk it. Um, I also want to just hack the summit anyway.
1: Mm. Again, I encourage this.
3: Maybe they could help us because they, they would also have reason to. It would help us achieve it faster. I have my own reason for wanting to do it, but it would also help us see what the f- they're trying to do with this mission.
1: If we hack them this time and we get anything of substance, I might I recommend we don't uh, only send it to certain channels. I say we broadcast it to everybody. Yes. Yes. They put us in the back seat and
0: nobody puts me in a corner. Does anybody need to cut loose? Anyone that remains with stress?
2: Uh, I think Carol will cut loose. Uh, Probably with Roosevelt.
0: I was gonna do the same with Carol, if that's possible. Okay, sure. You each, I think, share one dot. Everyone else who cut loose with somebody else, make sure to add a tick to your relationship clock with them. It's probably either two or three out of four now. Um, Let me know what you get on that die result, gang. I got a four. five. Carol is going to have to reduce that to four because of your scar, which you'll you'll gain at the end of it.
2: Just a quick narrative moment. While uh, Carol's drinking with Roosevelt, I think she would offer um, one of the photos from under her pillow. It's like photos of Godzilla, um, all her clippings, all her this and that. At the very bottom of the pile is a photo of her home where she grew up. It's all singed and crinkled and ripped. Um, And she'll take a piece of tape and slap it over the American flag slash NASCAR sponsorship patch on one of his arms. There you go. That's better. Less existential dread.
4: It's so much better. Thank you, Carol. I I just wanted to tell you that I'm sorry. For a long time, I blamed that lizard for both of our problems. I thought for a long time it it was him that killed Moose Creek with that big fucking headbutt he did to it. I thought the same was true of your hometown. I thought so many of us lost because of that lizard. But now I know, in the deepest of my hearts, that headbutt was coming for a long time before that lizard was there. And originally, I guess, in this analogy, the president was going to do it before Godzilla. And I just want you to know that I'm sorry I made fun of you for being his sister and insinuated that I was still going to kill him. And I just want you to know I no longer feel that way. And I think you're a wonderful person with many good qualities.
2: During the course of that monologue, Carol went from nodding and smiling to looking around in a confused fashion. And then at the end, just big smile and says, Are you a hugger? I'm a hugger. She leaps forward and gives you a huge hug. Um, just it can't stand still. So kind of hopping from foot to foot while she does it. It's okay, Roosevelt. It's okay.
4: Thank you, Carol. I already feel better. Carol, what do you think we do when we get down there? I, I still, a part of me still wants
2: to kill the f I don't know why. Same, same. He's family and killed family. I don't know, part of me wants to see him dead too.
4: But I also know that maybe setting him free is the best thing we could do for him. Maybe trying to control him all these years is what got us killed.
2: I want to talk to the people down there.
4: Yeah, me too. Maybe they got democracy down there, right?
2: She proceeds to firmly affix the photo covering up the American flag (laughs) patch and NASCAR patch. Yeah, maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You all have the CogniStream on 24-7 watching what's going on and things are developing. The zero beam and its retractable arms begin to release Godzilla and rise up. And the beam begins to modify and power down and as it does, Godzilla's mass begins to return to him slowly, just enough so that his frame begins to sink into the gravity of Altiera. And before long, he is in (laughs) freefall. You can see drones that are broadcasting to the Cognostream following Godzilla in his descent as he enters the atmosphere and inevitably (laughs) lights up on fire as the the intensity of the reentry is causing flames to encompass him you are all jockeys and you know your speeding your speed calculations there is a good chance godzilla is probably falling at a rate of 12 and a half kilometers a second
4: could you convert that it's like
3: 14 miles oh my god
0: 12 kilometers to... Oh, a little shorter, like 10. ...feet. Yeah, it, like, 12 kilometers is 39,370 feet a second. Oh, my God. One of the drones is close to Godzilla's face, and you see past the flames his eyes open as he regains consciousness. He looks around, trying to understand what's happening to him, and by the time he hits a certain point in the atmosphere, the fire goes away and he's just kind of peacefully floating. And he looks down at the new earth below him, and he gives out a mighty roar in defiance. You can't hear it, but you can see him. A separate drone, this one wide, uh, showing the re-entry, you can see at the bottom of the screen there is some kind of civilization. You see buildings, you see structures. It's this kind of very large, massive city. Bigger than, than any city you could recall ever seeing on Earth. And there is this bright dot falling to the center of it. Then there is a incredibly bright flash of light. And when the light slowly starts to fade, you rush over to the portholes of your vehicle, of the Gotengo. You look outside and you can see from orbit the mushroom cloud filling that portion of the hemisphere. Mm. You have six more downtime activities before we move into the mission phase of our game. What are you doing? But Roosevelt turns to the others and says, "Uh, listen, now that
4: they dropped them, now that this is starting all over again, now that we're back in the 50s, I think there's something I ought to tell y'all. I've been working on a little something with Ishiro, and we came up with a plan, something of a design. Does it kill all of us? Maybe. Oh, f- okay. But it definitely helps. And I know, Your Honor, you would want to know everything before we go to the planning stage. Um, we designed another zero beam on a smaller scale uh, in tandem with something else that I was cooking up for the dais. And I have means to understand that I might have a way to... Well to drive Godzilla. What? The first time we encountered him, I, I inserted magnetic probes into the back of his scales, and as long as those held up, uh, as long as some mystical god storyteller agrees, we may still have access to such things. Sure.
0: <laughs> so you, you filled that drive clock. I can, what, what can I do against it? <laughs> Thank you, Blades in the Dark.
4: Um, I can attach those magnets back on the dais and construct something of a landing pad on the back of Godzilla. And the zero beam that Ishiro taught me how to build himself, we've been preparing in the last few weeks, would render him uh, in a lower grav than usual. He would be inanimate again, but I could transport him where we'd need to. I could take every last part of that engine and dais point godzilla in a direction and turn left like i always have so if it comes to it when we're down there we can take godzilla where we need him or even take him out of a bad situation that's what we want originally i designed it to kill him i was going to drive him into the sun Deus, you know like we agreed but now Maybe I can drive Godzilla for good. Is
3: Godzilla the last flag?
4: Planted.
2: Planted.
4: Uh, And I think I'd like to use the downtime uh, ability uh, enhance Mm -hmm. to get that last quirk. I want the quirk to be volatile anti-gravity. I think that the sphere around Deus, once this thing is turned on, inspires... Uh, like a magnetic anti-gravity field around him in particular and then when firing the zero beam of
0: course the zero grav is insane. Right. And and I think volatile this is something I haven't been tracking too hard. I think we've kind of been working with it but when you use a quirk to push yourself and you still roll poorly, I should take advantage of the volatile aspect of that anti-gravity so just keep that exactly.
4: Yeah. That's by by design, baby. Love
0: it. Uh, Peaches stated that he was going to come meet us here. Yes, yes. Peaches returns um, after the drop, and he apologizes, saying, "Obviously, it's maybe a little bit too late, but he has learned that the summit plans to use Godzilla to eradicate what they believe is the only intelligent life on the planet." It seems that the species has settled into a concentration on one continent. Their plan is to level that continent and then have the rest of the planet up for grabs. The summit will then use the zero beam to shoot Godzilla back into space and humanity will colonize the planet. And they hope to do this on any planet that has intelligent resistance. They've turned Godzilla into the ultimate weapon for expansion. Mm. Yo, yo. Yo. I have a question for you, Peaches.
1: Well, whatever, yeah, tell me. Before I get to that question, I would like to make a statement about who I am as a person. I have never once in my life considered myself to be a good man. I have used any trick and tactic I could to win, whether in the courtroom or on the battlefield. But, unfortunately, along, or rather fortunately, along the way, I got this crew here, and they have, I'm not going to say changed me for the better, but they have made my worst instincts be used for better. Do you believe that the eradication of any sentient life on a planet is a order or a thing that you as a person that was just on a planet that was facing eradication of all sentient life do you think you can follow the order of people who honestly are the biggest hypocrites I've ever had the displeasure of meeting and I was a fucking lawyer in the
0: scronking earth Peaches looks at you all and you know who Peaches is. There's a reason why you like Peaches because he's yeah. not. He's willing to get his hands dirty as well. Mm-hmm. And he looks you dead in the eye and he says, I don't know about those aliens down there, but I do know that if someone were to act against the summit now, while their resources are stretched thin, now would be the time. After all, the rest of the summit. They didn't get to the positions they were in by asking. They took it. and mm. A. <laughs> I'm in. Whatever you guys need. Especially if it means overthrowing the summit. I love a position.
3: Bruce's glasses start glowing like the, the anime character before they announce something <laughs> <laughs> dastardly. <laughs> um, just behind the eyes, yeah. So, um... I think we absolutely need to hack the summit. And I think we're going to get the proteges on with us